You have now arrived at Stadium Engel. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's Uncle Silk. It's your boy, 35, All-American. And Dan. Dapper Dan at 35, how y'all boys feeling, man? What's the vibes what's like? What's up, what's up? What's up with it? Ho- hockey's back, so you know how I'm feeling. You riding the Zamboni? Not yet, but my Lightning are 1-0, so. You out here then. Shout out to, yeah, to, yeah. Shout out to our Lightning. Yeah, shout out to our Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm really a Lightning fan when the playoffs come. I can't even really tell you too much during, during the regular season. But the playoffs, I know, I playoffs are here, so it's your time to become a big so fan. It's my time to shine. All right, cool. Time to shine. Me. All right, bet, bet. That's where yeah, it's man. at, man. So L- Lightning, game, Lightning game's dope. What's up, what's up, what y'all been up to? What y'all to get into over the weekend? Oh, man, I just been rocking out, man. Trying to stay, trying to stay rona free. Auntie Rona's still out in the street, so I try yeah, to. She's still out here. Yeah, man, I try to try to play it safe, man, and rock out in the house, man. We didn't do too much this weekend. What about you, Dan? I agree. Just kind of, just kind of lay low, right? Um, Saturday, I spent uh, some time with, uh, um, you know, some friends watching some hockey, but but outside of that, I uh, just kind of laid low. Uh, just trying to stay out of these streets, not trying to be a spreader or be spreaded to. Uh, when it comes to pause, uh, pause. when it, when pause. it comes pause. to, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't say spreading. Oh, I guess I did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, not trying bit. to, not trying to, <laughs> not trying to get the virus. Right. So I uh, was able to get out of the boat during the week for a little bit. Uh, so kept up my streak of, of getting out on the boat too. So uh, not bad. I can't complain though. Ain't no way, bad way to live life, man. When you got a boat street going on, oh, I want to be like, man. Some people have different types of streets, Dan. But you know, I can right. tell you one thing: I never had a boat streak. I can tell you that, Dan. So. Hey, you so never fired a cannon either. Never had no, I, right. I never fired a cannon. Dan apparently haven't either. So I don't. Mm, <laughs> I don't know about it. The videos are out there. Videos are out there. Hey, they, they're surfers, huh? <laughs> yeah, they, they they sure did. I bragged about it, and I guess it wasn't as good as uh, as people thought. So, you know, that's what you get for bragging on the internet. There's always gonna be somebody to clown you, you know. Right, all right, catch it on the internet. It's probably gonna hey, be before I get into what, uh, speaking of bragging on the internet, man, uh, I'm I tried to flex in this little uh, Barney purple <laughs> extra capital V deck over the weekend. <laughs> Hey man, I got I, I did shot slander, man. I had to take the slander this weekend, man. I, you did. You I did. had a little, you know, a little shirt on from American Apparel, man. Little, little is right. Yeah, little yeah. is a correct for it. <laughs> Amal, bro, it's, 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 Amal it's did a, that at like nine in the morning too. He, it's he, a, it's an average size shirt, bro. It's just the V is just a little bit bigger because right. it's called yeah. a deep V. Yeah, the man cleavage out, bro. I see. You. I, I, don't, like, I don't got no taco meat, so I can do that, bro. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't got no, <laughs> I don't got no taco meat. You know, some some cats can't do that, man. You know, I just. You using your weed wagger? Nah. Manscape? You been manscaping? Nah, man. I, you know. I nah, for real, bro, bro. For real, you, you did look how your uh, your heartthrob vibes going on. So who my R- 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 video? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you look like he was in B two K. Maybe Black Street. Hey, man. man, what you know about them, Dan? Uh, come on, <laughs> come on, you, you, you know what? You know I go back. 
Look, Dad, like you singing the rain and all that. Look at that. Oh, I randomly scroll by that that them Dantavius uh pictures in my phone sometimes <laughs> and just die laughing. <laughs> oh, they got a grill, bro. <laughs> With a do Yo, yo, I scroll by them things and just chuckle so hard, like it's like it was just yesterday. So whenever uh, you open up the uh, the new studio there in Orlando and you have a, a picture of the staff members, you have to just put that picture up. Oh, that's definitely the one we putting in there. Definitely got to put that up in there. Like, I ain't getting too much this weekend, man. It was hurricane vibes down here, so uh, we had a, a week hurricane one just lingering around. Didn't really cause any damage, but kind of ruined my plans. Uh, but yeah, I just chill. A lot of a lot of TV. Watch a lot of TV series. What are you watching these days? Um, I'm checking out this new show on Stars P Valley. Okay, that's a different one. Okay. Bottom Have you guys uh, caught the new uh, Last Chance You? I'm on it right now, Dan. I'm glad. I you don't said know. That. Wait, hold on. This is what I've been trying to figure out. It may have, the Kush probably was just big, but when I clicked on Last Chance You, I couldn't find the new season. I just I, I, I haven't watched none of them, so I'm enjoying all of them. But which one is the newest one, Dan? Is it the one with uh, in Sacramento with the guy with the white guy with the huge mustaches? Yeah, okay. Coach? I just watched that one. Yeah. yeah. So with so, Dior, the, the guy Dior at wide receiver that put him at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay, I'm okay. on the yeah. I think I just finished the second episode a couple days ago. So yeah, I got so far it's a it's a nice change of pace. Uh just kind of a, a different lifestyle, uh different group of people out there, different different kind of circumstances. So I'm excited to see what, what this season does. They're defending national champions and then lose their first two games to start the season. So uh spoiler alert, but so I'm excited to see where they uh, go from here. But this is the last season, at least for a while. Um, that they cover football. I think the next season that they have is going to cover uh, junior college basketball. So, um, so that'll be a good, good change of pace too. No, I don't know about that. I can't watch, watch all that. Damn. No, basketball is going to be entertaining, dog. And, and and then it's a, a smaller number of players to follow, so they can get real intimate. Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I've got a uh, person close to me that is a coach at a very small. I think they're Division three or they're either Division three or NAIA school, uh, and he is the head. And just hearing stories of uh, of that experience, I mean, we glamorize a lot of college sports, and you know, because you know, we cover the University of Florida, right, where where things are bigger, brighter. You know, you get on ESPN and ABC and all that, but you know, this is where you know the head coach is responsible for you know, being the head coach, but also for fundraising for the school and doing some administrative tasks and, and all this other stuff. So it's just a very different walk of life. So I'm almost just more curious to see what, what that experience is like um, more than anything. It, it's, it, you know, it's, it's definitely an eye opener to see, mm-hmm. you know, even, even in, in, you know, in, um, in their classes, their teachers are telling them they're privileged. And I'm looking at them and, you know, I see duct tape on their on the head, on, on their bench press at the head part. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't even afford a new a new bench. So, you know, I, I definitely, you know, you know, thank God for for all the opportunities that he was able to open up to me. You know, and, and being able to to get a few D1 offers. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, these guys are. I played JUCO ball. Yeah, bro, they fight kicking the they, they, mm-hmm. they, and scratching. And then it's crazy because them boys like, hey, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go D1 on scholarship, and I'm like, you just don't come from JUCO and be demanding like that if you ain't. You got no film like that. Nah, but, but a lot of them do have film like that. Some of them do, though, bro. A lot, a lot of them are like D1 prospects. Some of them already been there that didn't have the grades, yeah. So, yeah, yeah um, bro. So, 
I mean, you, tough, I mean you look at the guys that we just sent Zeke, the Juco that didn't make it in, into UF. You know what I'm saying? Like the one black. So it'd it be some talented guys over there playing. Yeah, it, it takes, a, it takes a, strong mind, a strong mind to guy to, to go do what he needs mm-hmm. to do. Man. Stay right. on track. Man. You know, it, you know, I know he was so ready to, to see all the, the stuff Florida got and their facilities and whatnot. And then, you know, you got to turn around and go to, you know, wherever you at and you see it ain't. Nowhere near Florida, but hey, let me just focus so I can get to that. You know, it takes it takes a, a strong will, a mind, person. So, yeah, I mean, it takes it definitely takes seeing the forest through the trees, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. somebody that has something that's so close to them taken away, and you know, the ability to have something like that taken away uh, can really affect somebody. Not even just having to move to Alabama or Mississippi or Kansas or wherever it is to go to junior college, but to have something so close and to work so hard at it, like we know, you know, Dewan Black did. I mean, that can be demoralizing if you don't hit it, right? So be able to bounce back and, you know, continue to stay uh, on your regimen to, to thrive in, in JUCO and then make it, you know, where you get that scholarship offer back. Because as much as we want to say, yeah, Florida's going to honor it, they're under no, you know, legal responsibility or, or real moral responsibility to, you know, to, to retain that offer for that player either. So uh, to shout out to those guys that are able to, to bounce back and, and make it right. I mean, you know, players like Dewan Black and um, Hammond and a few of these other guys of Florida, you know, has committed from junior college could potentially go to the NFL. And there's a lot of players like that, but there's a lot of players that also lose that, that fire or that fight, you know, right away. And, you know, they, they aren't able to make it. So, but watching how, something how, like last chance, you definitely uh, opened your eyes. How, how are we with Hammond? Good. I mean, he's committed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, he never okay really made it. Say what? Is he doing this, doing okay in school and whatnot? As far as we know. So, I mean, okay. he's committed. Um, you know, I would imagine the floor wouldn't take his commitment if they didn't think that he was wasn't going to make it. But you know, I know that. No, I'm not totally sure. No, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm, I am literally just projecting. Um, <laughs> I, I have no no idea. Um, you know, I know Dewan Black is is solid. I think he said that he has just twelve, either twelve or fifteen. I don't remember his uh, tweet uh, left to go in junior college before he can transfer to UF. And I know he's super excited. I don't think anything was going to derail him from from making it to games. Nah, bro, nothing. So I, you know, I don't I'm, think I'm, there's somebody that's wanted to be a Gator that bad in a very long time. Yeah, I don't know, man. Be special, man. I don't know, Gervon Dexter. I think I think I seen him like maybe six, seven times, and every every time I seen him, he had on something gator. So I don't know. Hey, Gervon Dexter, he looked like a beast. Hey, we're gonna talk about that here in a, in a few minutes. But before we get into that, always gonna give a, a shout out to our friends over at the Thomas Firm, uh, who's gonna handle all your legal matters regarding insurance claims uh, for property damage to your home or your business. Uh, visit them at tntattorneys.com and give them a call at 813-221-2525. Their lawyers have over 20 years of experience handling roof damage, leaks from storms, water damage, hail damage, hurricanes, sinkholes, fires. If something happened um, to your house this weekend. Or might potentially have uh, happen to your house, uh, you know, during hurricane season or whatever. Definitely keep their number handy. It's 813-221-2525. They do work all over the state of Florida and everything that they do uh, from a consultation perspective is free uh, and you're not going to pay them unless they recover money for you. So again, 813-221-2525 and TNT. So that's the letters T, the letter N, the letter T, attorneys.com, the Thomas firm. 
All right, boys, let's get some uh, big news out of the way, um, just kind of tidbits, and then we'll get into some of the bigger news that's uh, that's shaking college football right now. Uh, shout out to former Florida Gators head coach Billy Donovan, who was named NBA Co-Coach of the Year. Uh, for my uh, opinion, uh, that's an incredible honor for him. I know just a few years ago, a couple folks were talking about, was he going to make it in the NBA? Was he, you know, was he the type of coach that was fit for the NBA? And, you know, he's been there for um, – you know, over a decade now, uh, and he's been been thriving. So not not over a decade. I'm sorry, over over, over five or six years now. So uh, really thriving uh, there in um, in Oklahoma City. A guy that was dealt some pretty big blows early in his career. But big shout out to Billy Donovan. Any thoughts there, boys? My thoughts was I was about to say we had Mike White for a decade now. No, uh, yeah. I don't know. Hey, Shout out to Billy, man. Billy's the goat. Yeah. Billy built this place. Definitely, de- definitely the goat. I was telling my wife today, I think. Uh, damn, aren't we the last team to, to go back to back? We are. And I, yeah. I would imagine it's going to be a very long time before somebody goes back to back again. Especially yeah. with the one and done. It's a burn and churn type thing these days, man. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's dope, man. Shout out to Billy. Um, he's never coming back for sure. For sure now. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's that, that, that well just... Right on. <laughs> So shout out to him. Um, other news, Florida Gator news, uh, former Florida Gator news, San Francisco signed uh, Jordan Reed to a one-year deal. Uh, I thought Jordan Reed was going to hang his cleats up with all the concussion issues and everything else that he's had, uh, but he signed a one-year deal uh, with the San Francisco uh, 49ers uh, today, which is Monday. Uh, other big news, uh, we hinted at it for a couple weeks now. I think a lot of people that follow uh, – Recruiting kind of expected this to happen, but three-star defensive tackle Desmond Watson uh, committed to Florida uh, late last week. Uh, big get for the Gators. I know a guy that they really think can plug uh, the hole there in the middle, uh, but just a, a really solid talent. And I think we'll probably end up as a you know low to mid four-star when when rankings finally get uh, completed. I, yeah, I mean, like always, man, that D-line going to be crazy. Hey, Turner making it do what it do. <laughs> that D-line going to be – man, listen. Damn. Turner that D-line going to be crazy. Our secondary look crazy, too. We Linebackers look athletic. If we, if we, if we turn that position around, that's, if them, them guys come and have a great year, it's going to be crazy, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, no, there's well, yeah, a lot of people Austin, we, got, um, we got some great linebackers, so if they turn mm-hmm. if they turn it around and buy in, it's gonna be crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Devin Watson is a, a big body. Um, yeah, he's not the same type of defensive tackle as as uh, Gravon, but he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a force, man. Uh, I think he's a little oversized, a little overweight right now, but yep. that ain't nothing. Savage can't clean nothing. up, man. Hey, yeah, that's Savage can't fix. That's light work. Um, yeah, that's that's too easy. Like, look at the film, the get off his right, the hand work. Uh, you know how to get busy in the trenches. Uh, he he's a bully. Yep. We got we got a, a trench monster. I don't care what the ranking uh, say. When uh, Nick Saban wants you, and, yep. and Dan Mullen wants you, and and, and uh, Jimbo Fisher and all these guys, yep. they want you. You the real deal. I don't care what the nerds yeah. rank you. Yeah, he yeah. had he had committable offers from Texas A and M, Ohio State, uh, LSU, Alabama. Uh, Georgia. Uh, it was it was a finalist between Florida and Texas A and M, uh, and you know Florida pulls out a big one. Uh, you know, six foot five, 
350 pounds out of Sefner Armwood. Uh, really That's solid good. player. Really like him. He's going to be a guy that's going to be able to develop, going to sit behind some guys that are, are probably a little bit, um, you know, more developed than him, but he's going to be able to learn some technique. And, you know, I really like what David Turner did, uh, you know, last season with the, uh, the Gators defensive line. And I like the way that he's recruiting, you know, some of these big bully monsters. You know, Florida's going to have some real size across the board uh, when you look at that defensive line, some guys to be able to, you know, fill that that one gap or that three gap really really well so i'm excited to see where florida plays uh or where, where desmond watson's able to go in his career but uh but a solid player that like i said i think is going to finish a four star right now 247 has him ranked as the 354th uh, player in the country in the number 21 defensive tackle this man gonna have a, if, if he if he able to have a senior, senior season it's gonna be crazy i'm gonna got a good team they always, they always got some players so they sure do. Uh, in other news, uh, the SEC announced last week uh, that they're moving to an SEC-only schedule. Uh, they're going to have 10 games uh, made up of your um, – you know, traditional eight games that a, a team normally plays, and then they're going to add two, uh, obviously, cross-divisional games. Uh, despite what was tweeted a bit last week, uh, all of that was conjecture. Florida is not necessarily uh, going to play Alabama or Texas A&M. Uh, it is my understanding that there's a competition committee, and then ultimately it will be signed off by the CFO of all people of the SEC uh, when they determine who Florida is going to play next year. With that being said, boys, um, Florida obviously uh, plays LSU uh, every year. Uh, what other game would you like to see Florida – or other two teams would you like to see Florida play uh, next season? Man. Uh, SEC West, do you want to know who I want to play? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I forgot Mississippi. Don't, don't, we're also don't. playing Ole Miss. So we're playing LSU and Ole Miss. Who else in the SEC West do you want to see Florida play next year? Oh, give me Arkansas and yeah, each one of the shitty Mississippi teams. Yeah, we want damn, we like water, damn. We're gonna take the, the least past the path of resistance, damn. We ain't not trying to absolutely nah now. Nah, we gotta go play some listen, bro. I want to put this on the airway. Cause I, I seen some Miami fans saw my our coaching staff saying we we scared of Bama. Like we don't want to play Bama. Like, let, let me clear the airway. That's we scared of them, bro. Y'all, y'all tripping. I, I can't say what I want to say on here, but y'all tripping. We talk about the same Bama who Bo Nix didn't put up 48 on? Man, I'm about scatter them, man. Y'all better stop playing with me, man. It's, we got real <laughs> players over here, man. I don't know who. who, who. Man, don't get me started, Silk. I ain't going to play with you. That's just, bro, yeah, I don't even entertain hey, man, it. Man, I'm, I'm not going to get with y'all about that. Conversation, yeah. like, this not even like real. Like, they ain't even real shit. They just be talking like just man, man told me today. Life. Man told me today, baby, two are going to kill us. I said, how? He even there. Imagine, I, I being able, to imagine <laughs> not being able to put up a single point against the Louisiana Tech technicians, and I can't well, argue with them. I just can't argue with them. Now you want to talk about we scared of Bama? Yeah, well, y'all must be scared of Georgia Tech. Y'all must be scared of Duke. <laughs> So, so Silk, if you had your druthers, uh, former white word of the week, uh, you want Mississippi State and Arkansas. Ahmad, you in the same boat because we're already playing uh, Ole Miss and we're already playing LSU. Unless they yeah. mess that up, uh, I think they're going to probably keep those games. I got I to gotta, I gotta get the Vanderbilt of the West, man. Okay. Me, Arkansas. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I agree. I mean, I think another fun game would be the Auburn game. Um, you know, just yeah. from a watching standpoint, I think Florida still matches up well uh, against them. Um, I think that Florida could could beat Texas A&M. I mean, I just don't want to play 
not that I don't want to play Alabama. I'll play. I'm not playing. So whoever they play, I, you know, I'll, I'll do my job and cheer. Um, I think playing Alabama um, would be would be challenging, right? Just in terms of the overall schedule of who Florida does play. Uh, but if Florida does play them, um, you know, then we're suit up and play. But I don't know. Texas A&M and Alabama would be a tough draw. Would be a tough draw. But uh, with all that being said, some bigger news is happening in the world of college sports. Uh, the Pac-12 uh, players, um, a group of them uh, that has uh, seemingly expanded um, every day and has been tweeted by a couple players, notably uh, Zach Carter, um, has announced that they, they want to uh, – not unionize, but they basically have a set of demands of what they want uh, the Pac-12 to be able to do uh, to make sure that they're ensuring safety uh, for for their players. So on the Players' Tribune, uh, a group of um, Pac-12 players, I think it was 12 of them, uh, they came out and, and wrote a letter called Hashtag We Are United uh, that talks about some of their demands of what they want to protect both scholarship and walk-on athletes. Uh, so going through uh, some of them is um, not allowing uh, allowing them to have the option whether they play or not, uh, but whether they choose not to play that they don't lose the spot on their team. Uh, they also want to prohibit and void COVID-19 agreements that waive liability. Uh, and then they want a series of health standards that are enforced by a third party. Um, so those are there's a number of other things. We're going to get through some of those um, of those health and safety protections. I think all three of those are are viable. You guys have any thoughts or opinions on those three uh, points? Yeah, that's more than reasonable. Like they're not asking yeah. for anything egregious. Yeah, they, they're not asking for nothing crazy at yeah. all. I don't understand right. by any means uh, can those demands not be met. Like right. And, and, and I hope that all of those are already in place. The fact that they even had to write them down is is like, come on, bro. You know, yeah. so um, I, I definitely think. I mean, we, look, I heard Paul uh, Feinbaum talk about it this morning. You know, mm -hmm. I was talking to my wife about it before, and my wife was like, "Hey, you know, they say they're going to agree to pay the players." Well, let yeah, they basically say I'm going to agree to pay y'all next year. Like, no, nah, why not this year? Why why y'all dragging ass on? They they just drag ass on a lot of shit, man. It's just you know, um, no, they, they, like it's. They haven't agreed to pay for anybody. They can go get paid off their likeness. Let me say it correctly. Yeah, there's differences. But um yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think these players are like asking for anything anything crazy. Of course not. Yeah. So here's here's where we get to some of the points where I think some people um, yeah it gets just, a little murky here <laughs> yeah so this is this is point number or this is section two called protecting all sports uh, Larry Scott the commissioner of the Pac-12 administrators and coaches voluntarily and drastically reduce excessive pay um, number two is to end performance and academic bonuses and three is end lavish facility expenditures and use some endowment funds to preserve all sports. Um, I'm going to touch on the third point real quick. Um, I, I think while that means well about using endowment funds to preserve sports, uh, the, you get into some tricky issues just with the way that endowments are usually done. A lot of that money is restricted money to certain things. So if I give money, if I endow you know, $10 million, I may tell you that that money can only be used for 
the school of business, right? Or it can only be used to support the chemistry, you know, endeavors, right? So you get into some murky area there. And then you also get into some murky area where you have some separated um, university athletic associations like UF does in the university. So that's certainly um, a tricky, uh, a tricky point. Um, but I don't think that that part is necessarily the, the part that we need to talk about now is number one, what are your guys thoughts on voluntarily and drastically reducing pay and then ending lavish facility expenditures? Well, um, no, the, the lavish uh, facility thing, leave that because we about to throw some flash. Yeah, we, yeah, we, you can do that. We're not going to let y'all, we're not going to let y'all have the lavish stuff. And then, nah, 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 nah. We got to catch up. And then y'all can do all that. Um, but but drastically reduce the pay. I don't, I don't even know if they're gonna even try to go for that. I mean, you know yeah, how I they are. About that's it. gonna be tough for them to agree on. Yeah, yep, yep. I mm-hmm. mean, you ask for, I think, with all of this, right? You make demands going into this, you know, you're not trying to get all of them. You know, what I'm saying it's a negotiation, but it's just bringing everything. But you, you got to you gotta bring it to the table, though. You, you got to bring gotta, it to the table. You got to show right. it, like, hey, what about this? And, you know, the worst mm-hmm. they can say is nah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I just get more getting your thoughts more than anything. Obviously, we know all these things. Um, ending performance and academic bonuses. This is something that that's interesting to me because I never I like really that. Now, yeah. do you guys believe in the idea of ending, you know, performance bonuses for coaches? Uh, I think the number one thing or the, the thing that most intrigues me is ending academic bonuses uh, for coaches. Maybe if you if your team averages a 2.8 or 2.9 or above, you get, you know, X number of dollars. What are your guys thoughts there? Well, well, here's, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you giving the players bonuses for, for being great in academics? Are you are you sending them? You only give both gifts. Are you sending yeah. academic gifts? Like, so you pay the coaches, but not the, the people who act, actually making the grades. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I, I, don't, it, I, don't, I don't agree. It's an I don't interesting know thing that I actually never thought about. I mean, you know, we talk about wanting coaches to create a culture of academic excellence, uh, wanting to create a culture that, um, you know, focuses on the development of the human being and the player beyond just, uh, you know, the football field or the basketball court or, or the, the baseball field, whatever it might be. Um, you know, if you, if you take that away, if you take away performance and academic bonuses, does that, and I'm not saying, I'm not taking an opinion and we're just kind of saying, you know, this, this thing, uh, does that potentially change, you know, some of the motivation of some of these coaches away from, you know, kind of that real strict, uh, you know, focus on, you know, being in the classroom and making sure that your work's getting done, you're performing in the classroom away. Um, and now a, a strict, you know, division between, well, if you're going to be here, then you're, then we're going to focus on the one thing. Uh, and that, that should be, um, you know, the sport that you're, you're in, right. You know, how does that line, you know, change if that does happen? I think they should do, uh, some type of incentive, uh, that's mm-hmm. academic or grad graduating, um, yeah. based. I think that would be dope, and it 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 prevent kids uh, from jumping pro too early and making bad decisions. So right. I think there should be something in place, kind of, even if it's just a savings account for those guys. Yeah, get, so you you can say, like, hey, chill. Start, started as a freshman, and guess right. what? You leave you early, get, you don't get it. Right. Yeah, you got to come back and graduate to get if it. If you come you back and graduate, graduate, yes. Right. If so you, it's if like you leave incentive. and go pro early, you don't get it. You finna go get a contract. Why would you need, you know what I'm saying? I think that would just be like them going out of their way to, to, to give the kids a bone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to give them something in this whole thing. So I think something like that will work, man. We'll see how it all works out. But <laughs> the players are absolutely right, man. Um, I think the fans got to relax. Mm-hmm. I think the fans, like, this is these kids. This is your fanhood. This is these people 
personal lives, man. So you got to you got to um, understand everybody from day one. I don't mean to cut you off, Seth. I'm sorry, but yeah. you know, every day we had a, everybody had the same equal opportunity, right? And the fans, you know, no disrespect, some of them don't didn't capitalize on that opportunity. All right, so you can't get mad at these players who are capitalizing on the opportunity when they want to speak their mind or feel a certain type of way. And I think that you know, selfish fans, you know. Even I've been in there as a fan now. You know, I'm like, man, this, this kid tripping. But you got to understand from from a player's point of view. You get what I'm saying? And I, I don't think that's that's done enough with, with the fan base. Yeah, and we've got we got to stay there. away from. I just stay away from personal stuff when it's like I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the team and the game. But when you're dealing with a, a disease and everything that's going on right now, it's just so much going on in 2020 that it becomes personal. Everything's personal, so I just try to stay away from it, man. So whatever these kids' opinion is about. Playing or not playing ain't none of my business because it's personal reasons. Yeah, uh, we've got a, a few more things to talk about regarding these uh, these demands. But before we do that, let's give our friends uh, over at Roof Soldier a, a shout out. Uh, Roof Soldiers is a veteran owned company uh, based here in Florida that specializes in all aspects of residential and commercial roof replacement and repair. Uh, so whether you've experienced any recent roof leak or damage or simply want to take advantage of them having a free roof inspection for you, uh, give them a call at one eight seven seven roofs fl or visit them at roofsoldier.com. Uh, roof Soldier is going to handle all roofs across the state of Florida and no repair or replacement is too big or too small. So give them a call at one eight seven seven roofs fl or RoofSoldier.com. All right, boys, here's a few other things. Um, section three was Ren, uh, end racial injustice in college sports and society. This is where I think uh, they've got some really interesting uh, things. Uh, number one is form a permanent uh, civic engagement task force made up of our leaders, experts of our choice and university and conference administrators to address outstanding issues such as racial injustice in sports and in society. I think we can all agree that yes. That, I'd like to know who put this together for them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, it seems very, very well done. It's right? well, it's um, well thought out. It, there's it a lot of really good points. There's things, like I said, that that I never thought of uh, that I think a lot of people have. Uh, right. In partnership with the Pac-12, two percent of conference revenue would be directed uh, by players would be directed by players to support financial aid for low-income black students, community initiatives, and development programs for college athletes on each campus. Um, I don't know what it means would be directed by players. I don't know if that means they have the choice or whatever, but the wording is what it is, but they want 2% of conference revenue uh, to go to low-income black students, community initiatives. They're unionizing. Yeah, oh, they, they sure are. They sure are. Um, and then – Three is form an annual Pac-12 Black College Athlete Summit with guaranteed representation of at least three athletes of our choice from every school. Um, so that's that's section three. Any thoughts or, or opinions there? I mean, I think I it's like all, all that, man. Yeah. yeah um, very well thought out. All right, so this is this is where it starts to get um, into the financial piece, and it's section four, economic freedom and equity. Number one is guaranteed medical expense coverage, medical insurance selected by players for sports-related medical conditions, including COVID-19 illness, to cover six years after college athletics eligibility ends. So students are covered right now by university medical insurance plans and then their own, right? Um, so they want them to have a – um, university covered uh, medical insurance plan for six years after college athletics eligibility ends. Um, I don't think that that goes far enough. Um, but what are your all's thoughts? I mean, um, 
that's a that's a good start. Yeah, and I, I'm not mad at six being the start. Yeah, that would be oh yeah, no, sure. no, I I agree, I agree. Six, then, six then it's ten years of insurance, you know, mm-hmm. um, because these players leave with CTE and some of the some of the uh the permanent injuries that that the NFL guys get, but they got checked. So it would just be dope, man. I hope all of this shit goes through. Yeah, this is what I would I think I would rather them create a health savings account for them. Um, you know, that could be tax deferred money that you can give them. I don't know. I think that mm-hmm. the maximum right now is, is $1,200 a year. Um, if you're a single person, um, uh, but put that money away for maybe a, a period of time, because yes, there's going to be a number of players that come out injured where they need their medical bills covered now. Uh, but also like you mentioned, CTE, some of these, you know, long-term effects, uh, you know, Scott Brantley's going through a few of them now to, to name one, but you know, back issues, knee issues, leg issues, but to be able to have some money, uh, for them, um, I think is also a, an alternative. Now you got to understand too. A lot of these guys not even gonna be professional athletes, so it's like they yeah. just did all this to, to, for what? Yeah, uh, what a college degree. Some of these guys mm-hmm. smart enough to not even play sports to get a college degree, so then I just went and played sports. To, you know, so it's weird. It's a weird situation. Uh, no, they, 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 they got it. the world's changing, and college football is about to change, and, and change ain't always smooth. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's imperative. Well, it, 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 I heard it on ESPN. They say, you know, years ago, you know, guys used to just say, man, hey, you know, you, you're lucky to have a scholarship and, you know, take what you can get. You know, and now these yeah. guys speaking up, man. It's a new generation. These boys ain't laying down, you know, for nothing. Knowing your worth, man. Yeah, you got to know your you worth. See, you, you, see, you see what you put your body through. They seeing, like, like a lot of these guys' bodies, is, brains is mashed potatoes at the end of this thing, man. It's a gladiator's game. You're risking your body, your health, your life. Like, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you should be getting paid and taken care of. For sure. Yeah. Um, last seven points, and we're going to go through them quickly. Name, image, and likeness, rights, and representation. Uh, similar, we've talked about this on the show before with what Florida passed. And they don't have anything else other than that, so I'm going to assume it's similar to what the state of Florida um, has. Distribute 50% of each sport's total conference revenue evenly among athletes and their respective sports. Um, I think from a financial perspective, that would be a very challenging amount of money <laughs> to give. Um, and not because I think a lot of that money is bloated money when it comes to paying you know, coaches and stuff like that. It is at some you know levels, uh, you know, but a lot of that money also you does cover. You can't start in like 50-50. Like, come on. <laughs> but, but hey, you, know, you got like you said earlier, you got to start somewhere, right? So um six-year athletic scholarships to foster undergraduate and graduate degree programs. Um, Ahmad, maybe you can speak on this. I know Florida honors scholarships um for education um or will bring you back. Does the university pay for that when you when you go back or or how does that work? So how it, it typically works is the university um will allow you to come back you have to pay for it but then when you're done they reimburse you oh gotcha okay so, so cause um because you, you ain't gonna be tricking off on the, on the university money and then be, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't well, play like that so that's that's something i'm not sure if other schools do the exact same thing but ultimately they want six-year athletic scholarships to foster undergraduate degree plur- i guess they're saying six-year athletic scholarships so you know maybe allowing two redshirt years or the ability to play five um 
let's see, elimination of all policies and practices, restricting or deterring their freedom of speech, ability to participate in charitable work uh, and freedom to participate in campus activities outside of mandatory athletics or participation. I think that that's uh, very fair. Ability of players for all sports to transfer one time without punishment and additionally in a cases of abuse or serious negligence. Um, I, I would agree with that as well. I think the idea that a coach can leave and go somewhere else uh, and coach immediately and bring coaches with them or bring other players with them, um, you know, to be a, uh, to be a farce that you won't let uh, college athletes uh, do the same um, thoughts there boys are kind of the same idea. Yeah. That, that, you know, I didn't, that never sat right with me when, you know, a coach to recruit these guys, come to your parents' house, sit on the, their couch and, Promise, promise the world and say, hey, you know, I'm going to take care of your kid while, you know, at, we're at college. Because you got to understand, I was lucky enough to go to, to to college right up the road from home. It was some guys on my team that was from, like, New Jersey. It was guys on my team from, like, California. And they see their parents, like, two, three times a year, if that. You know what I'm saying? So this coach is sitting in there telling your, your parents, like, hey, man, your son is in, is in my hands. And, you know, <clears throat> we'll make sure everything is going is gonna to be okay with him. And then he leaved, in, you know, the next year. Then you bring in a new coach, and guess what that new coach don't do? He don't come sit down with your parents and say, hey, I'm going to do this and that and the third. So now your parents is putting their child in the hands of somebody they don't even know. Mm -hmm. that, that's not even fair, bro, because now this coach getting to go coach wherever he want the very next year while this player transfers and got to sit up. Mm -hmm. um, number five, and we're almost done here, is ability to complete eligibility after participating in a pro draft if the player goes undrafted and foregoes professional participation within seven days. No uh, way. Draft. No way to that's it. Yeah. No, I don't think happen. so either. Um, no, I would throw that out the window. Yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be uh, against kind of the, what the NBA has allowed uh, with the ability to, if you don't sign an agent, or I think you're allowed to have some agent representation now, uh, but it gets very murky when you start to sign agents and you get money involved. And Ahmad, I know that you know this from your time, Corey, you obviously know, and then I know from the gym that I used to work out at, you know, that kind of training costs you know, a ton of money. It's usually fronted by other people. Um, you know, there's usually an expected return on that if you don't go. I mean, you, you just start to get into some really murky contractual obligation and monetary obligations that it, it I think that becomes very, very challenging there. Yeah, um, sure. And and then finally, due process rights. Um, so that is what it is. There's, there's nothing more. Um, you know, uh, listed there. So I know that that was a long segment, but I also think, uh, you know, an important debate because we've seen the likes of Zach Carter uh, tweet about it. And I think a few other players have as well. Uh, Kadarius Tony and Jacob Copeland both uh, talked about opting into play instead of opting out to play uh, this season. So this is definitely a, um, uh, a conversation that is being had. It is growing and it is at the forefront of where we're at when we talk about college athletics. Very good. So uh, we've got a couple big guests tonight. Uh, we've got a former player and we've got the new athletics writer on. Uh, so let's get right into it. Our first guest is sponsored by our friends over at Friedland and Associates. Lee Friedman, uh, or Friedland, pardon me, uh, is going to handle all your auto accidents, medical malpractice, nursing home cases, criminal matters, and personal injury cases in every jurisdiction within the state of Florida and do it with what he says is the brashness of Steve Spurrier and relentless effort of Dan Mullen. 
Lee is a double Gator graduating from UF undergrad and law school. He does bleed orange and blue and believes in giving back and truly being of the people. So again, any issues, personal injury, auto accidents, medical malpractice, nursing home cases, and criminal matters, give him a call at 1-800-95-INJURED and visit his website at yourfighthourbattle.com. Again, 1-800-95-INJURED, yourfighthourbattle.com. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. And joining us for the second time on Stadium and Gale is former national champion, NFL player, and now author, Major Wright. Major, how are you doing this evening? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. Thank you for having me, Dan. Appreciate it. Black, man. Corey, appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. Man, it's good to, good to have you back. So, Mage, want to talk to you a little bit about it. We we talked about it on the show with Ashley a couple weeks ago. So, tell us a little bit about your book, how it's going, what's it about, and just give us a little, the synopsis of it. Uh, my book is about obstacles I face um, growing up, um, the goods, the bads, you know. Um, and then, like, my, my biggest obstacle that I faced, and that was, you know, the transition from uh, football to, you know, finding what's next best for me, you know. Um <clears throat> It's, it's, it's for everybody, too, honestly. It's not just for athletes. My book is for everybody, um, anybody who's facing any type of challenges in their life. You know, um, if my, my book is definitely a good read for that, you know, helping you get over that hump, you know, let you know that whatever it is that you're doing, you can do it. You know, my book sales are going great. They're going amazing, actually. Um, I've, been, I've, been, I've been busy with that, um, getting ready to start this book tour soon. Um, yeah, just, I'm excited about it, man. I'm, I'm really excited about it. That's it. That's it, man. It's called major pain confessions of a smash mouth safety. Uh, major, when you were on the show last time, you talked a little bit about, you know, about the book and how it was coming out. And now that it's come to fruition, uh, talk to us about the process. I mean, you, you know, you, you had to think about the idea, you come up with the chapters, come up with the content, come up with everything else. And what's that process like? I mean, ultimately how long did the kind of the, the bookmaking process uh, take you? So for me, it, it was, it was kind of like everything fell into place. So after I got my, after I got done with my manuscript, um, my editor, man, I found the editor on the internet. His name is Mike. Big shots out to Mike. Um, man, he he did a, a terrific job with with everything that I wanted to to, to accomplish. Um, I didn't have to come up with the chapter names because as an editor, he go in and read and and and, and get a better understanding of man. This chapter should be named this. You know, he even came in after he read my whole manuscript. He even came up with 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 four different titles that 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 he think my my book should be named, you know. So I had a great editor that 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 you know put me in place to, to where I don't really have to do as much, you know. I didn't have to come up with no title. I didn't have to come up with the with the book chapters. My manuscript was just amazing, and and he went in and dug in and found everything. And the whole idea of me coming up reading, the, I mean, writing the book was from my ex-girlfriend, you know, at the time I was reading the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell and in his book, he tell you, if you want to do something, act on it now, you know? And I took that time to like, really, you know, take in the stuff that he was saying in his book. And I was just like, man, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot for it. You know, I might as well do it. I've never written a book. Nobody in my family has ever written a book. So why can I be the first, you know? So I went forth and, and just done it. Awesome. Uh, 
Mage, man, what anybody in the book hit you up uh saying anything they that, that you may have spoke about anybody, any friends? <laughs> What's the feedback from from your close uh people in your yeah, circle? Did, did you forget um, anybody? Yeah, I I've I've been I've been I've been getting a lot of reach, you know, feedback from 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 people who's in the book. And there's a lot of stuff that you know I've left out, you know, just just for the sake. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I didn't want I didn't want to get anybody in any trouble. You know what I'm saying? So I made sure everything was based off me. You know, if we had us encounter, you know what I'm saying, and 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 it was what it was. That's when I tell my story. But like I ain't out here trying to bash nobody. I just want to tell my story and make sure whoever has stories out there, get them to believe in their story and get them to go ahead and go forth with their story, you know. Because there's a lot of people scared to write a book, you know, Um, or don't even know the next step to writing a book, just like I didn't. But, you know, me figuring it out and, um, and, and making it happen. But but for yeah, I had a lot, I I had some great feedback and people really loving the book. <laughs> I gotta get a copy, man. Um, I've been telling people retweeting it. I haven't gotten one myself, but I, I promise got, you, I'm ordering I, one, man. I, I, don't, I, I got two. So, I don't you know. want none of that. Yeah, I'm, buy, I'm buying one, man. Um, so hey, how's it working with like book tours and stuff like that? Are you able to get out and with with the COVID and everything out here? Are you are you able to get out and make some book runs? So it's 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 kind of hard um knowing that you know you're not gonna get the crowd that you're looking for, you know, being that you know we if you know we start this book tour, and that's what's been a delay for me. Um, not knowing, you know, man, how it's gonna turn out. You know, if we if we go to Gainesville, are we gonna have a good turnout? If we go to uh Tampa, if we go to Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Like how the turnout is gonna be. That's like my biggest fear. Um <clears throat> I'm just hoping, you know, hoping that, you know, we can pull up to a few cities, man, and and spread some love and 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 just give back to that to that community as well. You know, wherever we at, whatever city we in, because wherever book tour we go in, we're going to do a good deed. So I want to continue to, you know, start my good deed back up like that, man. And, and just get opening up a place up in Orlando, man. We should be done within like a month here here soon, man. Um, We're going to link oh, up yeah. and do something. That's the okay. That's yeah, a bit. We got we got an event place like we, we this type of stuff we're gonna be doing, man. Um, so let, let's throw something together. I think we can help you out, man. Okay, that's a bet. We can definitely put something together and make it happen. Um, but with COVID going around, man, it's 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 tough, man. It's tough as right. far as trying to piece together um a book tour, trying to piece together my motivation speaking and all that, man. It's it's just kind of tough right now. But Man, I thank God that I'm alive, man. I'm here, man, and my books are doing well. And that my books are doing well. That's dope, man. Hey, man. So, yeah. and we talked about it before the show, man. And you know, a lot of you know the listeners they they listening. So I'm, I'm gonna give them a visual, man. So you got this blonde hair going, yeah, you know, <laughs> on, on your hair right now. Yeah, you know, I, I got a few text messages, you know, with pictures like, "Hey, man, what man's got going on?" And I'm I like, "Definitely send him one." You're the only one got text messages. People hit me up, bro. You straight, like, I'm trying to figure out, as you, but why? You know, I, I always knew you to, to finish the job. You know, you you, you always finish the job. Why? Why your beard? You know, you gonna make, I wanna make your beard blonde too. I'm gonna, do my, I'm gonna do my tips. I'm gonna do my tips. It, it, it's coming, bro. It's coming. It's coming. But honestly, man, um, honestly, bro, 
I'm probably the happiest I've ever been, man. Um, that's what's up. That's all that matters right there, bro. That's all that matters right there, bro. Mentally, um, emotionally, Word. physically, bro. Like I'm, 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 I'm feeling amazing, man. Like, like I can't, I can't be happy enough. You know what I'm saying? And with my personality, man, I'm just like, I want to change something up. So I'm just like, man, let me, let me try this. Like, yeah. let me try this. So I tried it, and and I like it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I like well, it. Well, if anybody can pull it off, man, you definitely can. <laughs> I appreciate it, he, de he definitely can. Look, I'm, I'm gonna be right here, man, and, and my wife gonna be looking at me like I'm crazy. Hey, so. hey what, what, man? A black gonna try? He gonna try something, y'all? I got something up my sleeve, now. I don't even know. How you, you know, I gotta try. The boys already getting up about my t-shirt, so that I got purple shirt. That purple shirt was so like blonde hair is definitely next. <laughs> 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 that, hey, next stop. Nah, no, I can't. In a nose ring. In a nose ring. Nah, no, I can't even wear a purple shirt, bro. Like, it's <laughs> crazy, bro. It's gonna be on your head. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, so what you got going on now, Mage? I know you, uh, you know, you got your book written and, and whatnot, and um, I know you, you say you got your book tours, and but what else you got going on? Oh man, black, <laughs> bro. I got some stuff working, man. I'm, I'm grinding, bro. Each and every day, man. I work. I wake up, man. I got a game plan. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like right now, we jumping into the trading game, you know. Um, we got a shoe company about to get ready to um go with that. Um, real estate, we're about to jump into that. Man, I wanna I wanna be able to have my hands in everything, bro. Yeah. Honestly, like I wanna be able to like when they say eight different streams of income, you know, that's what I'm aiming for. But I'm gonna probably go aim for nine to ten and try to go over and beyond. But I want to make sure, man, my hands is full, man. I'm having fun and I'm enjoying it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. While I'm doing this, I'm making sure I'm enjoying it. This whole right. process of, of building this company and building this company and building this company. You know what I'm saying? I'm having fun and I'm putting the energy behind it. <clears throat> so I love the energy because right now I think what was what's happening is um, we got like kind of like a dark cloud over us, right? Um, with, with everything going on and whatnot, and a lot of people, uh, you know, up in the air about a lot of different things, and it's it's easy to kind of get lost in the sauce a little bit and, and, and be down and, and be depressed a little bit, and um, you know, not have a positive positive energy. So you know, uh, when I called you to come on the show, man, <laughs> they was laughing, bro, because you was on speaker, and they was, you know, they love the energy because you you can't you answer the phone with energy and whatnot. So man, we really appreciate everything. You know you got going on and whatnot yeah bro honestly man life is ran off energy man <clears throat> anything you do you put that energy behind it it's 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 gonna happen right. no matter what yeah. long as you put that energy behind it bro anything is possible dog i wrote right, a book, right up. Right up. book you know what i'm saying like never in a million years you're gonna write right. another one you're gonna be a bestseller you know we already working on two we working on getting, so, hey i'm working know, on my audio book and, and I'm working on turning that into a movie. Like I, I'm, I'm working, I'm grinding. Hey, look, hey, 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 Silk. Every time me used to do something, right? Or oh, I'll do something. Guess what we always say? We bite the bite. The bite. So guess what? Silk already been talking about. You gonna write write the book? And he always like, you gonna write the book? You gonna write? Yeah, you gotta write a book. Like, and, like and I be like, nah, man, nah. But you I'm know, press it, bro. I'm gonna remind you. And my thing is, what's the point of not writing a book? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like we got a lot of time right now, and and it don't, like, bro, I wrote my first book through on my phone, bro. 
it's gonna be crazy. I went, I went to my notes and, and I started doing all my all my um typings in my in my notes. After I had I first I started writing it, but then trying to get it transferred, you know, um yeah. typing on the computer, my auntie was throwing my whole story off. Yeah, like, oh man, I'm like auntie, no, you can't do yeah. that. Uh-uh. Yeah. So I had to, I had to, bro. I typed it in my phone, bro, in my notes. You know, you know, my story gonna talk about all the coaches that said I wasn't good enough. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and guess what? You know how many kids it is out there? Yeah, uh, bro. They, they've been told, nah, you not good enough. Or better yet, this is not your position. Or better yet, you can't do this. That's yeah. what that's what makes your story. That's what makes everybody's story great, bro. Everybody got different stuff. It's different. That they go through. It's different. Yeah, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it but ain't no blueprint to it. We all could relate. Yeah. We can because relate. we all because we all got the same common goal of trying to be great. So I it forgot, ain't I, I forgot who was on the podcast for me. I'm just kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> Be like a book bro a, a book bro you want something that everybody can relate to mm -hmm. and not just athletes bro because you don't want to just target athletes because honestly if i was still playing i wouldn't been reading a book and that's just or even, or even just be inspired by it like so yeah. some things they may even relate but they be like man i, I could not i couldn't imagine going through that because yeah, you want, you want you want, yeah, you want to read something. Yeah, you want to read something yeah. that that can kind of grab your attention and like, hey, something that's gonna always be with you and remember. Like, I man just came on here and I told him three or four facts just off the book alone. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I sat sat and read the book. You know, and um, like I say, so man, I I got the hard copy and the soft copy, man. So I got I got to read both of them to see if they're different or not, man. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm no, we are. Hey, book, yeah, I'm saying. Hey, but, it, but I'm working on my audio too, so you know my audio gonna be different as well. Like I ain't just yeah. want a regular listen audio. Nah, nah, nah. We are gonna make you beta. You know, we are gonna put you in the stands. Man, when we hit, hey, we gonna put you in the stands when I hit old boy from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, bro. You know what I'm saying? That, no, right, no, right. Look, next time you come on, bro, we got to talk about the story about how I used to put the uh the peanut butter sandwiches in the play in the playbook. No, bro. Man, Coach Hill used to be on a mod. Man, listen. <laughs> you can have to eat probably two, three peanut butter jelly sandwiches during the meeting. Because I ain't wait, wait, time out. He ain't make weight. He ain't because make I ain't weight. make weight. So I used to, a lot of people don't know, when we when we won another championship, I led the country in interceptions weighing 183 pounds. Yep. Yep. Starting for the University of Florida at safety, the smallest safety probably in the country. And every single day, I used to go to the, to the weight room, no, no matter for what. If, if we finna go work out, if we finna go to practice, whatever, I used to, they used to make me get on the scale. For no, for, and bro, no it, reason. it was crazy. On, for, no reason. for no reason. They'd just be like, hey, go get on the scale. Yep. So what yep. Coach Hitty used to do before every practice is, he, bro, he'd get bagels, right? Big bagels. And he'd put a bunch of peanut butter on it. And it got the, it got the peanuts in it, too. So he just slap all the peanut butter, and then he'd just get like a little, little slap of jelly. And be like, here, look like, bro. I, now I gotta eat all that. Bagels, he, he has to eat all that before that meeting is over with. Nah, Next bro. You know, you hear, babe. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. He'll put the peanut butter in the. Uh, he'll put the bagel and stuff in the uh, in the paper. Ball it up. Put it in his pants. So, <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> bro, I'm gonna tell on you, bro. I'm gonna tell you. I do all the plays, bro. So I'm ripping out the plays in the playbook because I know all the plays. I've been here for two, three years, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I live my second year. So I, I'm ripping out the play. I haven't I seen the play for two years already. So I'm ripping out I'm ripping out the plays and putting the bagels in there. And I'll, I'll be wearing pants. So I like slide them in. Shit, I, I'll put like my socks on the end of the pants. So it ain't nothing going to fall out. I'll slide them down. The whole time, the whole meeting, the sandwich by my leg. So Coach Heater, like, how's that sandwich down there? And I'm over there hitting Mary's leg. I'm like, yeah, Coach. He's tapping me. He tapping me. <laughs> man, stop playing, man. All you want to do, man, all black wanted to do is play, man. <laughs> hey, but we got story for days, man. But we appreciate hey, but honestly, I I really wanted to touch on um, you know, one 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 important part of the book, man. And I think that's that's the depression that I faced. Right. Um, I think that's it's real. We all face it, and sometimes mm-hmm. you may be depressed and don't even know that you're depressed. That's that's the crazy part. That's the crazy part. And a lot of people understand they don't understand like why why am I not motivated? Why? Yeah, why I feel why, like this? Why 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 I feel like it's a dark cloud over my head? Why I feel like nothing good happens for me? Why I feel like I can't find what's next best for me? You know what I'm saying? And I think it's, it's, it's so real, man. Like, I had to go see a doctor. I done seen doctor. I done seen all that, bro. I done had therapy, man. I done done all that, bro, like, just to fight my way up out of that. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's so real. Like, playing Absolutely. that sport, yeah, playing that sure. sport my whole entire life, man, and then trying to find, you know, what, what you do after. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me, now nah, I got to figure this out? Nah, look, because they tell you when you're a kid, when you when you go to the league, you set. That's what they tell you, right? When I go to the league, I'm going to buy my mom a big house. That, that all that is incorporated because what happens is in, in our society, right, we tell these kids that, oh, uh, not necessarily tell them that, but we put them under the impression that when they don't make it professionally in a sport, right, then they fail, right? But technically being a professional is just, that just means you're at, at the highest in that profession in that field, right? So that could be anything, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, anything. Right. Right, that, that it just means you're at the highest at the highest level in your profession. That's what professional means. But but we we we're doing a poor job of communicating that with our youth and with the, with the next generation. And I think our biggest thing, like I know for me, my biggest thing was education, bro. Like I I didn't take it serious. I didn't take it for real, nah. Because I knew, man, hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna make it to this league. Why, why you call that? But I, didn't, but I didn't. But I didn't think about what happened after the league. You know what I'm saying? So and why you want that man? Am I? Am I? We probably got what I tell this story so much, bro. Yeah, don't tell that story today, bro. <laughs> Not for the next show, man. <laughs> I tell this story. I swear to you, bro. I we I probably got one of the funniest stories. Not 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 your story, am I? I'm talking. Uh, I'm uh, talking about when I when I wrote the best paper in the class. <laughs> Yeah, man, 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 definitely one of the guys in class that you you ain't trying to sit next to or be because man, the man he told me a lot. I like to play, man. This man plays so much, dog. Like to the point, dog. Man, we about to get in trouble together because this this man like to play, bro. <laughs> hey, I wrote the best paper in the class, y'all. And and when I tell you, like the teacher handed it out. 
Man, yeah, I, I ain't gonna give y'all the whole story. <laughs> Long story short, bro. Mays had the best paper in the class, and I ain't know nothing about the paper. So the teacher was like, "Hey, man, hey, get up and get up here and go, explain your story. Up there, go up there and, and <laughs> the paper." Was this oh Doctor Kellerman? Oh, <laughs> my God. I don't remember the name, but. Man, I'm shaking. I wouldn't have shaken up there, man. <laughs> man Mays, no, still, Mays went up there These and read. These are my words? Look, he went up there and read the paper, bro. I'm talking about he, been, he don't even know how to say the words either. That would And in the crazy part, he grabbed what I had in mind. That's what I would blow about. Hey. I was going to how, how he got a better grade than me? He don't even know how to say the words, bro. I'm going to hot, bro. Like, it, was, it was words on there I just couldn't pronounce. You know what I'm saying? I just couldn't pronounce it. I'm, I'm, no. I'm up there. I skip over them. Go right over it. Boop. Now my boy been about the bestseller, so you tripping. That's a All fact. Right. We, definitely on, we, we definitely on track for bestseller right now. All right. All right. Well, yeah, man. Hey, tell us where you can find you at on your uh, social media and whatnot. I mean, y'all can find me at LeMade. I mean, LeMade, L-I-L-M-A-D 21 on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, If y'all got Facebook, Y'all can find me at Major Right. If y'all got a YouTube, because I'm about to get ready to start putting a lot of stuff on YouTube. Um, <coughs> that ain't Corona, y'all. Um, man, coming out here uh, on Auntie Rona. Uh, you can't just be coughing. Okay. You got to explain why you sneeze and cough now. They used, used, used to say bless you. Now it ain't blessing you no more. It's time to bless you. Yeah, you need to, uh, what just happened? At Major Right, um, y'all can come out at me, man, and appreciate y'all for having me on, bro. Yeah, you know? for sure, man. Already, man. Thanks appreciate for hanging out, bro. I'm gonna make it happen, bro. All right, man. I'm gonna get up All with right. you, brother. All right, y'all. All right, yo. One boy be coming to hang out with vibes too, man. One time for twenty-one, man. <laughs> with vibes too. One boy come and hang out. Big energy. Yeah, man. Big energy, big energy. All right, boys. Um, I guess before we get on to our next guest, uh, a couple of players got uh, some some new numbers announced uh, this uh, this week. They ain't got uh, now. Some boys dropping little right. snippets. Yeah. You know, what I'm <laughs> there's, there's an asterisk next to uh, flicking it up for the gram. Yeah. So there's an asterisk next to all of these. Uh, but right now we have uh, Brenton Cox wearing number one. Uh, Gervin Dexter wearing number nine, uh. shorter number 10. Uh. Ringo rocking the Tim Tebow and Eddie uh. 15. Got Lorenzo Lingard at 21. Let's Chris go Cole at eight. All right, boys, you ready for this one? Jacavion Frazier's zero. zero. Let's get busy. I don't I know like all I'm them numbers, dog. It's uh, uh, the 40s, right? Um, See who else do we have? Uh, Anthony Richardson, number two. I think that's kind of it. That's Cam Newton. Damn, you, you just don't. Cam Newton came in here and got thirteen too. Sure oh, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But he, he had it to an album. But you don't just come in here and do that now. So I don't. You know what I'm saying? You just don't really just. You know. I think we, we on the same page. I think that's the vibes, man. That's got to be. You got to be telling me something, now, Because uh. just don't come in here and just do that. But for the people, for the people listening, you just don't come to Florida and just get nothing low like that. I ain't ready to load the AI up yet, man. We're gonna let we're gonna let that simmer a little bit. Uh, you know uh, uh, 
Our next guest is brought to you by Brown Insurance and Financial Services. Anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys, hit my man Greg up, 954-589-2204. Auto, home, rental, life insurance, financial services, the best customer service you're going to find in the insurance game, man. 954-589-2204. Big coverage. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. And joining us for the first time, and I think probably the first time uh, as a member of Gators Media, uh, is at the athletic writer, Alan Taylor. Uh, Alan, it's a pleasure to, uh, to have you on the show today. So am I, man. It's uh, been a long time coming. We started talking about this in January, and then uh, COVID hit, and there was no spring practice, so it just kept getting kicked down the road. So now it's, uh, it's public. Man, well, we're super excited. Will Salmon was a uh, was I, I think a four time and I think the uh, the most appeared guest on our show. We were a big fan of him, and when he uh, moved on to cover the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, I know a lot of fans were sad. But uh, based on your credentials and uh, the excitement of Bruce Feldman and Stuart Mandel and the rest of the uh, the crew that with uh, is with the Athletic, I was super excited to have you join the uh, the Gators Athletic uh, beat. So, uh, Alan, talk to us a little bit about your background. I know you've been covering uh, the University of West Virginia or West Virginia University, pardon me, for the last number years but talk to us a little bit about your background and then ultimately what the gator fans can expect out of you yeah man uh i moved to morgantown about uh two weeks before they joined the big 12 in 2012 so you know every flight's been to dfw right and then you take a connection and nothing's drivable so it's good to get back in the sec footprint um you know i grew up in south alabama uh went to alabama uh covered the sec from 2001 to probably 2006 and then again from 2008 through 2010, man. So I was going down to Baton Rouge when Saban was down there trying to win his first national championship and uh, been to the swamp numerous times. As I wrote today in the intro, I happened to be there during that 9-11 postponed game that, you know, everybody thought Florida was going to win. I think they were 14-point favorites and, uh, you know, really due to Travis Stevens and a, a possible hold in the back of the end zone on that two-point conversion uh, might have saved overtime there. So, so Alan, what intrigued you about the, the Florida job? I know you said you started talking about it in January, and you spent, uh, what, seven years covering West Virginia up there, or eight years. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what intrigued you about uh, coming down to Gainesville, covering the University of Florida, uh, and then um, kind of what your expectations are of the next uh, few months for you. Well, you know, uh, Spurrier made that thing a top-five job, right? And even – during some of the struggles of the past decade, I never thought it slipped below a top 10 job, you know? And, uh, and now I think with Mullen there, it's, it's, it's ascension back on up, man. Um, it looks like it's, you know, it's them in Georgia every year until Tennessee gets its act together to, uh, to win the East. So, I mean, it's, it's a great fan base. Uh, it's a loud stadium. I joked in that column today that I left that stadium in 2001 with tinnitus because 
it was loud, man. They had not redone the press box at that point, and everything was reverberating around in there. And it was, um, it, it's, it's, it's quite a place, man. If you can deal with the heat in the swamp, uh, then the noise isn't so bad. Do you uh, adjust the way you cover uh, different programs when you switch teams like that? Um, I'm just asking from like professional standpoint. Yeah, well, when I was uh, in Chattanooga working alongside Andy Staples, I was sort of what's called a takeout rider. So I would go around. I'd hit an Alabama game. I'd hit a couple Auburn games. I'd hit Georgia. And, you know, the expectations of that year were basically how you covered things, right? I mean, Auburn had a great team in 04 that was undefeated. The expectations for that team were different than – go into a Vandy Kentucky game and, and hitting that on a Saturday. So, um, you know, I think so. I mean, West Virginia is, is in a situation where, you know, during the rich rod years, they had a chance to be in the national championship game. But when you look at it from a you know totality standpoint, they're trying to recruit really good three stars. And if they get a four star, it's a big deal. Well, at Florida covering recruiting, those three stars can produce. There's no doubt. Right. But, they're, they're competing for a lot more high-end talent. And the other part of this Florida beat that intrigues me is, you know, getting to see high school kids play within a three- or four-hour radius, whereas in West right. Virginia, you might be able to go to D.C. And, and see that or maybe Northwest Ohio, but you're not seeing any of these Florida kids play um, that, they, that they try to pull up there. So, so that's the part about, you know, a, a different fan base and different expectation and a different revenue level that probably plays into that. What's your opinion on Dan Mullen? He had a uh, 10-win season, come back with an 11-win season, but hasn't beat Georgia yet. So what's, what's your um, – stepping into this, what's your opinion on Dan Mullen just fresh into it? Well, you go back, you know, five, six, seven years, and people up here were saying, like, they couldn't believe the Mississippi State wasn't winning more. And I said, man, you don't understand the neighborhood they live in. <laughs> like, that that's – second, maybe next to the worst job in the SEC West, and he was winning there consistently. And so when he got this job, uh, and based on all the quarterbacks he had developed in different places, you know, I thought it was a, a home run hire. So my opinion of him is I think you guys are really well primed for the next, you know, five or six years. And, you know, my bosses and I were talking behind the scenes because I think Neil Brown's going to get it going at West Virginia here pretty soon. He's so organized. I think it's going to happen. But – in that same breath, I said, man, if, if Florida's not playing for the SEC title, you know, two or three times in the next three years, then I'm going to be surprised because I think the uh, the infrastructure is there to get that done. And obviously the, the talent in the state and that you guys can occasionally pluck somebody from out of state, uh, you know, it, it's right there, man. It's right there. Uh, have you heard anything about the schedule, the SEC only scheduling? Uh, do you know who those other two games from the West are going to be? I wish I did, man. I've been working on Big 12 scheduling, which apparently just got kicked out tonight, that they're probably going to go 9-1 and one and play some FCS teams to fill in. Um, that's going to be the biggest news of the preseason, right? It used to be, right. let, let's watch the newcomers play in uh, spring, the early enrollees, see who can contribute right away. Let's see Let's see camp. Let's, let's see who looks better. Um, but now it's let's find out where that other road game is going to be. You know, if, if you guys get Bama this year as well, and that's a, that changes the perspective a little bit, right? Um, so <laughs> they ought to have an unveiling show on the SEC Network, man, because I think ratings will be pretty strong just to see who everybody's adding. Right. Uh, what are you guys' access going to be for camp and whatnot? Have you ever heard anything like that? I haven't. That's a good question because um, even up here in West Virginia where I'm plugged in, we've talked about the fact that there might not be a face-to-face -face interview all year long. 
Um, and I'm used to pulling aside assistance. I'm used to, you know, getting players one-on-one here and there. And obviously we have the big media scrums. Uh, I couldn't tell you what access is going to be at any campus in the country right now. Uh, it might be games where the stadiums are empty and they maybe let the media spread out in the stands. And so we don't have to be sitting close to each other in the press box. Uh, that's been kicked around. But it's going to be a season like no other, man, because, you know, maybe you get guys on the phone. Maybe everything's Zoom. Maybe if you have a team room big enough to where guys can spread out like they do in the White House a little bit. You know, I don't know. It's a, it's a mystery to me. And it's going to make the job a lot harder. But as I wrote today, man, I'm not belly aching. It's good to be working and it's good to be covering uh, some level of college football. I love it, man. What are you most looking forward to about covering uh, the Gators? The passion, man. Um, you know, West Virginia, they have a 60,000-seat stadium. It gets cranked up pretty good. But, you know, in the SEC, man, you're looking at the Swamp. Uh, you're looking at Auburn, Alabama, LSU, and, and Georgia, and those, those type of deals. And uh, I'm really looking forward to covering the game in Jacksonville because in all those years, man, I was never uh, assigned or never going down there because we usually had, you know, other guys on those beats. So uh, I've never uh, witnessed in person – a cocktail party, man. And, uh, and that's probably going to be for the SEC East title. I love it. So what, um, you know, what, what we liked to, well, I mean, what made Will pretty popular on the, uh, the beat was kind of going behind the scenes, obviously pretty plugged in with uh, Mullen and his staff from covering at Mississippi state. Uh, and then over here at Florida, uh, what kind of things, uh, do you enjoy covering? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the traditional beat stuff that, that you're going to, you know, cover just as a beat writer, but what kind of angles do you like to go after? What kind of stories do you like to tell? You know, it's uh, anything that, that lets you know more about a, a player or a coach that you didn't read somewhere else, right? Anything that maybe changes your opinion of, I kind of like this guy to dang, I love this guy or, I love this guy, man. He's got some complex issues, you know, uh, things like that. So, um, and, and also I think it's hard for us as beat writers sometimes to understand the real nuts and bolts football part of it. So, you know, I've signed up for coaching clinics and things like that just to try to make sure I'm not blaming a safety for something uh, a cornerback should have done, you know, because um, the game is getting so much more complex in so many ways. So it's yeah. – uh, there's a lot of stuff there, man. And the good thing about the athletic is we don't have to, you know, write a paragraph every time somebody tweets something, you know, it's, <laughs> you get, you get really developed stories. And, and to be honest, they coach us and, and train us that way and, and say, look, man, it might've been muscle memory for you to, to run and hack out three paragraphs on somebody twisting an ankle in the first quarter, but wait till after the game and, and shape this thing and take longer. So we have looser deadlines and, and it gives us the time to linger and talk and, and try to find those moments uh, that maybe uh, in previous jobs I didn't have time to do. Nice. I love it, man. Well, we're looking forward to uh, to having you all on the beat and, and welcoming you back and welcome the athletic back. And, you know, we know Andy Staples kind of filled in a little bit during this time. It's kind of been a weird time, but we're super excited to bring uh, somebody from the athletic back and we hope to make you a regular on the show. And we appreciate that. But for, for those that uh, did not see the announcement today, Alan Taylor from the athletic is joining the Gators beat. Alan, where can people follow you on social media and, and, and read your articles and all that? Yeah. Twitter is, uh, man, I forgot my handle. Tell you what, wrong, but, uh, totally unprepared. And I've actually been tweeting and DMing people all day long who were, you know, really nice enough to wish me well. Uh, it's at 
G Allen, A L L A N Taylor. So at G Allen Taylor. Um, again, looking forward to getting down there, man. And I, and I hope you guys can promise me one thing because uh, up here last night, we slept with the windows open because it was about 65 okay. and, uh, and breezy. So I'm hoping when I get down to Gainesville that uh, I won't have to turn the AC on either, right? Uh, yeah, very might, good. Yeah. Um, turn it comes on out now. in December. Yeah. <laughs> might you need to turn it on now. <laughs> Takes yeah, three weeks to cool off, huh? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if anybody's told you about the weather in Gainesville. They probably didn't because they're trying to recruit you to move down there. Um, you're in for a warm couple months, my friend. <laughs> well, my wife moved from uh, Puerto Rico to, I believe, Daytona when she was in second grade. So she okay. knows a little bit of it. Yeah. I love it, man. We'll we'll uh, we'll enjoy. Um, good luck on uh, on the move, and we're like I said, super excited to have you on the beat. And uh, you know, best of luck with everything, and we'll uh, we'll see you during football season. Thanks, gentlemen. Y'all be safe, man. Awesome. How Thanks, you do the same, man. Welcome aboard. You bet. Alan Taylor. Very excited to have him as part of the uh, the Gator uh, media. Uh, Will Salmon, big fan of the uh, uh, with Will Salmon, a big fan of the Athletic and their coverage of the Gator. So really looking forward to to seeing Allen's uh, participation on uh, the beat here. So um, bringing us to the end of our show, boys. Um, as always, uh, we have a word of the week, or we end the show on on something fun. Ahmad, you got a word of the week. Dan, what you know about uh, if somebody told you to kick rocks, Dan? Come on, I don't know if that is a um, like a phrase that is just uh, an urban phrase. Um, is that right? Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to t- I'm just trying to check your knowledge, Dan. You yeah, know, oh, just, okay, because yeah. Dan been Dan been getting all the words, so I'm kind of. You know, when I when I text Silk and ask for a word of the week, he don't really, you know, he don't respond. So right, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or it's getting slim, right? You might have to teach me something, Dan. I don't have anything to teach you today, um, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, it means f off, get out of here, all that kind of stuff. So go kick rocks, you know. Okay. So, um, okay. Well, good stuff. Well, Mata, next week either I'll be a little bit more prepared uh, for word of the week, or, or maybe you can. So let's take us home with everybody's favorite ad read, and then we'll. I think you have the other song of the week, so. Oh, oh man, that's, close, close that's, a, that's some beautiful phone. clothes, man. Shout out to the shout out to manscaped.com and the good folks at Manscaped. The best grooming company in the land. For all your grooming needs, hit up manscaped.com. Use coupon code SG at checkout. Um <laughs> You're very good. <laughs> Hold on. Three, nice. two, one. I'm just going to finish it. Just edit back in, uh, Cam. Three, two, one. Amai, you still rocking with your uh, weed whacker? Yeah, man. You know, got to rock out, man. You see, you see I got Maze will go buy one. I see. I see Maze got the, uh, say he had to get it, get his, get his shit together, man. Yeah, man. Hopefully How you rocking, man? Doing good, man. You, you know you had to charge today. I mean, get that free shipping and that 20% off. He's a he's a best selling author now. You know, maybe he doesn't care about the coupon codes anymore. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. Hey Dan, what you do with your um your nose um your nose trimmer? You know, yeah, I was wondering right? I was wondering where you're gonna go with that. Uh so we, I, think we t- I think we talked about this. I don't have a lot of nose hair or ear hair, so uh, it's just kind of sitting there idly. I once did it because I had one nose hair. I was like, oh, I wonder how this sensation feels of uh trimming your nose, but it's just kind of a weird feeling. So only use it the one time. So it's sitting there. 
for, for a rainy day because I know one day I'm going to have a bunch of nose here. So until then, I'm going to enjoy a, a pristine, clean nose. My shit clean, too, because I use the weed whacker thing. Nose trimmer. I'm <laughs> out here a little bit. Shout out to Manscaped, man. Big, big fan of her, man. And the underwear yeah. hella comfortable that they sent me. No, nah, the underwear and, nah. and the shirt, too. Bro, oh, the underwear, like, so soft, bro. All right. Yeah, the, under, yeah. the underwear is solid. I'm a big fan of the underwear. Yeah. Uh, they're also doing grooming kits now. Uh, they're doing a bunch of different stuff. Um, they've got, um, if you want to clip your, uh, clip your, your uh, fingernails, your toenails, file them down, uh, all that kind of stuff. They got um, the, uh, the take care of your nails. deodorant. So you um, – yep. Yeah, you won't have musty balls, bro. The ball spritzer as well. Yeah, ball spritzer. We got all sorts of chafe, stuff. Some chafe leg deodorant thingamajig. You got all sorts of stuff. So if your uh, if your nose is clean um, of hair, which is what we're talking whoa. about. Uh, if your whoa, nose is whoa, clean, whoa, you don't man. need a weed whacker. Whoa. Or your, uh, Hello, uh, Dan. Your chest is like the intervention, Dan. You talking about? If your nose is clean and your hair or your chest is as clean as a mod's, and you don't need either one, you definitely need to make sure you take care of your nails. So, man. Hey, Dan, I'm gonna send you out a V-neck, Dan. I don't need one. Thank you, though. Let me send you out one. You yourself, man. I'll make blood. sure I stay right there. Hey, bro, I'm V-neck. Oh, hey, I'm washed poppy over here. You got me next over there. Yeah, man, you see my, you see my uh, birthday pick, bro. I, I pulled this shirt up. Wait, man, listen, bro. You know how you do with your pictures. You, you don't, you don't like to put the pictures out. You know we are gonna get on you by. So, oh no, you gotta be careful with the pics, bro. Be, I don't be posted out here. Y'all don't got. You gotta be calculated. Yeah, you gotta be calculated. Can't, I can't just move like that. I'm not just anybody, like Drake said. Ah. Girl, I gotta <laughs> watch my back. <laughs> I'm not just anybody. <laughs> All right, fellas. Sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, man. I'm going to go hit the gym up, man. So, All right. So, take it. us home. Word of the week. Oh, hold well, on. Wait. Oh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to my baby girl, Amaya. She turned nine tomorrow. Happy birthday, baby girl. Happy birthday, Amaya. Happy birthday, baby girl. Yeah. Yeah. Any That's other fun. shout outs? Corey, does your family have any more birthdays coming up? It seemed like every day. Nah, it, it, it was last week. Yeah, it was all last week. <laughs> you're, you're out. Okay. You're out until this time <laughs> next year. The whole family <laughs> was all last week. Like, <laughs> I felt for real, for real. Uh, yeah, man. So they, I get two Christmases. So Christmas. Christmas. My, birthday, Christmas. my birthday, December 12th. So you know how that went when I used to ask for stuff. It was like, oh, that's the worst thing in the Black birthday. House. Yeah, and then when they get to my birthday, we're gonna get it for Christmas. It's like, all right, bro. Like, all man. my cousins that had birthdays in December got screwed over. Bro, I got a little cousin's birthday the 24th, so she ain't she's yeah, she's she she doesn't what have type, what, what kind of gift she's getting at, at her age right now. She's older now. So but back in the day though, it was just like I think he meant your daughter. Oh, my daughter? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm about I'm about I thought some of the cousin. I'm about a new iPad. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. Yeah, you in that ballpark now? Yeah, you playing my yeah. games? Yeah. So, so uh, listen, I, she cracked her other one, and, and want to tell me she don't know how I crack. You know how that goes. So, since you don't know how I crack, I'm gonna leave a crack for a whole year. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm tired of my baby looking at a, at a crack screen. So I'm gonna make sure she's straight. Uh, make sure you get Apple Care too, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm be out here living reckless. Living reckless, huh? If not, call Brother Insurance. 
Somebody. <laughs> yeah, somebody I'm not sure Greg does uh, screens, but maybe he does. Who knows? Ah, bro, he's in the you know what? Just ask him, right? Because <laughs> he, 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 he might he might know somebody, man. He might, you know what I'm saying? That he might be his little side gig or something. He's not he lives in plantation. He knows somebody in one of the neighboring towns. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um not, nothing related to anything that we just talked about. We just put a bunch of new merch over on Sadie Miguel. Uh, there's a bunch more coming. Uh, we put two new shirts, or two new designs. Um, and if there's a design of you know, one of the new designs that we put out there that you want on a particular article of clothing that we don't have on the website, feel free to reach out to us. Somebody asked us today about a hoodie. Um, somebody's asked about uh, some certain types of tank tops and stuff like that as well. So we can do that. We can modify uh, really any article of clothing that you want. So uh, take a look at that stadiumandgale.com slash shop. So stadiumandgale.com slash shop. Also, if you want to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash stadiumandgale. Make sure you rate, review us five stars on Apple. Uh, what else? Make sure you share with a friend. Tell a friend to tell it. a friend. Same yeah, point, same tell time. A, yeah, tell a friend. Uh, other than that, boys. So take us home. Uh, man, this can get us out of here with some Mick Jenkins. Your love. Okay, okay. Check that out. I don't know. We got to check that out. Is that R&B or where, what are we getting? My, what am I getting R- myself a little, into? A little R&B, little R&B and rap R&B-ish vibes, okay. man. It's vibrations, Daniel. Okay, very good. That's what I'm here for. You know that. All right, fellas. Same for the same time. Peace. Next week. See ya. For the love, she the type of woman make you wanna lead the drug. I the type of nigga that'll really do the club. Any water, double cup, baby, let me know what's up. We could have a dream, have a dream in New Orleans and fall in love in Chicago. Have a dream in New Orleans and fall in love in Chicago. Have a dream, 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 fall in love, love, love. I want to love. Parlay with you for the one time, lady. I can promise it'll be a fun time. I ain't tryna run game or hit you with the sublime, lady. I want your love, 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 love. I want to love you. Five three with the crown for your skin tone. Plus she brought her own water, man. She bent on. Put a joint, she hit me with a couple brothers of wisdom. Now it's on, have me open like a flip phone. Flip mode, every single night is buzzing. We be learning till we leaning like we off the road, but doesn't keep the pace slow. Moving with the tempo, know you feel it when the bass slow. Waiting on the breakdown, I don't need the pace so. Did it for the Lolo, girl, the free is what I'm based on. Come and build with me, we can be a couple mates sounds. No insurance to the go, just stay farm. Hold on, lady, stay calm. We can have a dream. 
Type of woman make you wanna leave the drugs. Not the type of nigga that'll really do the club. Plenty water, double cup, baby, let me know what's up.